Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. CEO School is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. We are part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like My First Million, hosted by Sam Parr and Sean Puri. My First Million features guests like Gary Vee and Sophia Amoroso sharing their secrets for how they made their first million and how to apply their learnings to capitalize on today's business trends and opportunities. I recently enjoyed listening to Sam and Sean talk with Anand Sunwal, CEO and co-founder of CB Insights, about how Anand built his companies, the importance of data, small business niches that are growing, and so much more. Listen to My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah Madani with CEO School. And today we are talking about having a millionaire mindset. So I just got back from Abu Dhabi for the Forbes Summit, where honestly, it was the most unbelievable experience of my life to be around, like on the world's biggest stage, around women who are truly changing the conversation for women's equality, building incredible businesses, and most importantly, dreaming big. And I left, you know, just coming back more inspired than I've ever been about the work that we're doing at CEO School, the community that we have, and really just helping all of you also think bigger, think global. As I was on stage and we were having so many conversations about just women's equality. Something that was coming to mind was, you know, the statistic around venture capital and how we're not, you know, women-founded companies are starting at the same rates but are not being funded as our male counterparts. Now, in order for us to even change that statistic, I think our statistic, that 2% statistic, it just made it seem more important than ever that if we can't hit a million dollars in revenue, we're not even going to be taken seriously to even compete to go get venture capital. And as I was thinking about my own journey and just getting to the hundred million, you know, mark standpoint and a billion, you know, a billion dollars in value and all the rest of it, it was so important that first milestone, I would say like, what is like the big milestones that I've had in my career as CEO, getting to that first million dollar mark as a business was truly when things really opened up from a scale standpoint. I could not have been a billion dollar business without having a million dollar business first. And so in today's episode, as I was thinking about, you know, April, this entire month is going to be focused on, you know, the millionaire mindset, money mindset, and scaling your business to seven figures and beyond. Because I really think that this conversation is more important than ever 
for us as women to own our financial freedom and not just to build businesses that are little businesses, to build big businesses. And it starts with us having that money mindset, getting that playbook, and really putting the actionable steps to achieve it. And that's what this month of April is about. And as I'm just literally coming off of my trip uh, from Abu Dhabi, I had just the most unbelievable conversations with you know, women, um, you know, at every sector globally, some of the biggest names um, in entertainment, some of the biggest names in politics, from Secretary Hillary Clinton to, you know, my idols like Billie Jean King and who are, you know, who have been our sheroes that are still talking about so much work has been done for women's equality, but there's so much work that still has to be done. And they were literally passing the torch down to us, to each and every single one of us. And their biggest message was that it is up to each and every single one of us to change the future for our daughters and our granddaughters. And I left just feeling so, so inspired and taking that torch and literally having these conversations firsthand with Billie Jean King and firsthand with Jessica Alba and firsthand with Aisha Curry and uh, Catherine O'Hara and Moira Forbes and all of the most unbelievable women. And the, the conversation was the same, is that we have to control our financial freedom. We have to control our destiny. We have to know our worth and we have to take action to create a world that we want to create because it's not going to happen for us. And there's a lot of work left to be done. So as I've been reflecting back over the last two weeks, I was thinking, how can I bring this message into our CEO school community? And I wanted to make April as our big month all about money, financial freedom, and truly getting that playbook for us to stop even thinking about six-figure businesses anymore. We need to be thinking about seven, eight, nine-figure businesses and beyond. And so on today's episode, it'll be part one of a few. And today I'm going to talk about the importance first of having a millionaire mindset, right? And the proper money mindset to really scale your business to seven figures. Because if you don't have that mindset, it doesn't matter what playbook I give you in business, it's not going to matter, right? And as someone who's grown my business literally from scratch, from zero, with negative dollars in her bank account, where I was overdrafting $25 at a time at my Bank of America ATM, I can tell you first that having the right money mindset is critical to achieving success. So let's dive in. And first, let's talk about what is a millionaire mindset. So first, let's talk about what is a millionaire mindset. So simply put, it's a mindset that focuses on abundance, right, rather than scarcity. And this is something that I didn't realize that I had naturally. I grew up in an immigrant household, and although it may seem like it may come from a scarcity mindset, it was actually quite opposite. Everything that we had was more than enough. Like, that is how we grew up. And it didn't matter how much food was on the table. It was more than enough for us and for our neighbors and our friends. And it was always more than enough. And it didn't matter, um, you know, how much, like, you know, every at every aspect of our lives. I remember living in a two-bedroom apartment with my family to a four-story mansion in Karachi. Like, everywhere in between, it didn't matter. We always had more than enough. And this abundance mindset was so clear 
um, that now, now it's called, like now I know what it's called, but it was just naturally prevalent in my life. So I never came from that mindset of it's never going to not be enough. And it's so important for us to cultivate that abundance mindset versus that scarcity mindset. An abundance mindset is really about seeing opportunities where other people might see obstacles, right? And believing that you can create wealth and believing that there that money is just a flow of energy or that there's plenty of it out there. It isn't that competitive nature to say, if I take this, if someone does this and it takes away from mine, and that's that scarcity mindset. The abundance mindset is that there's more than enough to go around and that mindset is so critical for uh, for us to have. And so how do you create and cultivate that millionaire mindset if you if you didn't grow up around that or if you didn't have that that mindset around money or around that abundance? I've tried to create a little bit of a framework for this episode so that we can I was like how can we how can I teach this in a way that's tangible and that we can truly take it and change our behavior when it comes to our thought process about money. So step number one is truly believing in yourself. And I know this is good. It's, this is so basic, but you know, even in the last episode, I was talking to a founder of a financial application of Navit and Maya, the, the co-founder, she was talking about just women and money. And the number one thing that if, you know, her app is trying to create is like changing better behavior for women in finances. And I asked her, what is the biggest thing that you're seeing that we as women need to change? And she said, confidence. Literally, that was it. She was like, if once we wrap ourselves and we get a little bit of that confidence, it changes for us. And so having that confidence is so important. And I see this every single day at CEO school through our coaching and through every time I'm on a single coaching call, a mentorship call, a group call, um, it's that mindset piece. And we literally block ourselves out of the room before we even get there, right? So one, it's so important to just cultivate that mindset to really believe in, truly believing in yourself. And this is, it's not a one and done thing, right? You can't just be like, yep, I'm going to believe in myself and oh, I wake up and now I do, right? It's really about having that confidence in your abilities, you know, that you have the ability to create that vision for your business or that execute upon that vision for your business. It's having that confident confidence in yourself and also having that confidence around your um, your decision-making, right? And having that confidence around your worth, right? Having that confidence around you and your values, your vision and your mission, and that you are the one that's able to do this. So believing in yourself is so critical. And the reason why we as women you know, have a hard time with this is truly it's that negative self-talk that we have, right? How many of us, all of us have that little person on the, on, you know, on our shoulder that is telling us that, that gives us that negative talk before we even speak, right? It's a huge barrier to success. And we're listening to that voice, whether we know it or not, it's in our psyche. And it's, it, it tells us that we're not good enough. It tells us that we don't belong in the room. It tells us that we're not worthy. It tells us that, we're not ready. It tells us that it's not perfect, right? It tells us that they're going to say no, so don't ask, right? And all of these things are these limiting beliefs that we have truly about ourselves. And so first, the first step to that millionaire mindset framework is truly to just, we have to stop. We have to believe in ourselves. And you're like, Sanira, how do you believe in yourself, right? 
it's it's truly about gaining that confidence, right? So it's not about some like major um, macro uh, behavior changes that you're going to do. And that's what Maya and I were talking about. It's the micro changes, right? It could be something as simple as like every morning having your affirmations and really acknowledging yourself, giving yourself credit, right? And just being kinder to yourself, trying something and not being so hard on yourself for failing, allowing for failure, right? If you believe in yourself and you say, yes, I'm going to succeed, but I'm going to allow myself failure, then when you fail, like you're not so hard on yourself. And that's part of your success journey. Every single entrepreneur fails all the time. I did not get to the seat that I am today without hundreds and thousands of failures, big and small, hundreds of micro failures and dozens of major failures as well. So accepting that failure is part of it really helps us understand that it's okay. And we, we really have to cultivate that belief that you are on that right path and you have to believe in yourself. Point blank. All right. So step number two in today's episode and this millionaire mindset framework is really about once you've, you've, you're cultivating that belief in yourself. And don't worry, it may not happen overnight, but you have to work on truly knowing that you deserve to do this. You have what it takes. You have it, right? Like my dad used to say to me, I have it. It's literally tattooed on my arm with my superpower and it says it to remind myself that I do have it. And trust me, we all forget our worth all the time. And if you forget your worth, surround yourself with a community that reminds you of your worth. But step number two is really about setting big goals. All right, I'm going to get real here for a moment. And I am so tired of when I ask a woman in business, when she's just getting started, what does success look like? And the success for every woman, most women, especially in their early stages, are success looks like for me to have freedom of time and I'd like to have a six-figure paycheck. And I do get frustrated with that. And there is nothing wrong with having a comfortable life and a six-figure paycheck. But girl, we have to dream bigger. I didn't know that I could go build a million-dollar business, let alone a billion-dollar business. And when I ask women this, it's seeing is believing. And I want to tell you that it is possible for you to have more than a six-figure paycheck. In today's world... The six-figure milestone, I'm just going to call it out, it's not enough, right? With inflation, with cost of living, and running a business, six fig- a six-figure business is not enough. That does not mean you're taking home even six figures for yourself, right? You are burned out, you're maxing yourself out, and it's still paycheck to paycheck at a six-figure business mark. We have to dream bigger. So setting big goals is a huge part about that millionaire mindset. And it has to be scary. If your goals are not scaring you, they are not big enough, period. You have to set bigger goals. And today I am literally preaching that I need you to just dream bigger. Bigger. Today, I'm literally preaching, I need you to dream bigger and to uncap yourself. We are so limited in what we see, right? And that's why representation matters so damn much because if I had just seen another brown woman, a woman of color, more women building billion-dollar businesses, maybe earlier on, I would have been like, hey, I could do that too. 
And so it's so important for us to see it. And I want you to see it. But if you don't see it, that's okay. I want you to dream it, right? It is so important for you to set those big goals. And I want you, whatever that goal is, I want you to double it. I want you to triple it. Heck, I want you to 10x that goal. It's time to get out of spreadsheets. With HubSpot CRM, get real-time data at your fingertips so your team stays in sync across the customer journey. Track your contacts and customers, send personalized emails in bulk, and get the context you need to create amazing experiences for your teams and your customers at scale, all from one powerful platform. It's why more than 150,000 companies already use HubSpot CRM to run their businesses better. Plus, HubSpot's user-friendly interface sets you up for success from day one, so you can spend less time managing software and more time on what matters, your customers. There's no better time to get organized. Get started for free at HubSpot.com today. Having a big goal does not mean that you're crazy, right? I think that people, you know, um, it's scary and it's hard to share your goals sometimes and people judge those goals, right? Because if you have a crazy big goal, right? And if you say, I'm going to be a millionaire, I used to literally say, Sal would all the time. Um, and I, I actually got it from him. My brother would literally walk around and he'd be like, I'm going to be a millionaire before I'm 25. And I don't know why my goal was 30. And that's just like literally as like me, idiot, just discounting myself for no reason. But I'm like, I want to be a millionaire. And I would call myself a millionaireist. I would say, I want to be a millionaireist before 30. I don't know how I was going to get there. But that was a convert. Like we would literally say that as like young teens. And you've got to be able to 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 share those goals and say those goals. And something that I remember about sharing even the goals, uh, those goals is you get a chuckle out of people that you shared it with because they don't see it for themselves. But I want to remind you, just because somebody doesn't see it for themselves does not mean that it's not achievable for you. They're just not there in their mindset, right? And so set big goals, allowing yourself permission to set big goals, allowing you to share those big goals, right? And it truly is that like unlimiting piece of the puzzle to say, you know what? Um, I could go build a billion dollar business or I can go build an eight figure business or I could go build a multi-billion dollar business. And something that I learned, I would say around like the year three, four, year three or four in my journey was once I finally started to see like some success started to grow, people would always ask like, what's, you know, you know, what's your exit outcome? What's your end outcome? And something that I, I I hated that question, especially like investors, and I get it, investors want to see like you're going to have this perfect exit plan in place. But I didn't like that question. I didn't feel authentic in answering that question because I wanted to keep my options open. Maybe I was going to go uh, sell to a strategic. Maybe I was going to continue to take distribution in the company and not sell it to investors. Maybe I was going to, um, you know, have a, a a business that I can pass down to like my children and create a generational business. Maybe I want to take the com- company IPO. I don't know. I didn't want to limit myself. And I do think that you shouldn't limit yourself even with what you believe is like the exit option or the end option. Keep that open mind because you never know what opportunities present itself, right? Where the markets end up being, what's, what's taking place. And so it's important for you to set some big goals, but also giving yourself that optionality to say, you know, I'm going to be open um, on that, you know, on that journey, right? And that's what really setting those big goals are all about, right? It's about dreaming big, setting goals that challenge you, and they really do push you out of your comfort zone. But it's also about creating a roadmap, right? That is out of the box, 
right? That's flexible. That's adaptable, especially in the face of challenges, because let's face it, right? The challenges are going to be so many. And so don't get so caught up, caught up in like the, 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 the journey and the exact journey. Just know that you're headed towards a destination, right? And it doesn't mean that you have to get off at that destination, right? Maybe there's a more beautiful path that's going to continue on and you want to stay on the bus. And so be open and flexible, but please, please, whoever is listening here, just don't limit yourself. Six figures is not enough. And today I want that narrative to change. Seven figures needs to be the minimum. Still today, less than 2% of female founders are breaking that million in revenue. If we don't cross that million in revenue, we're not like we're not going to be able to have that freedom of time, freedom of dollar, freedom of impact and be able to scale our businesses, exit our businesses. I find so often that women build these companies and then they can't exit out of it. So you're thinking about things in the short-term standpoint. Building a million-dollar business beyond really just helps you set yourself up even for an exit strategy for generational wealth, which is so important. All right, step number three, after dreaming big, uh, believing in yourself, setting your big goals, and is truly about taking risk, y'all, taking risk, taking calculated risk. So the third step in cultivating a millionaire mindset is to be comfortable with taking calculated risks, getting comfortable with taking risks, getting comfortable, getting uncomfortable. As entrepreneurs, and especially as female entrepreneurs, we are so often, you know, in our own heads about taking that risk right? And we shy away from taking risk. We're so risk adverse, especially as women. And of course, especially as the older we get, we have more responsibility. We have our family. We're the nurturers. Like there's so much to think about constantly, like all the time. And as women, we are so, we're multi-passionate. We can carry so many different things in our brain at one given moment. Where all my mom's at, right? We have a million tabs open, right? It's fucking organized chaos in our head. But it makes sense to us. And we're able to manage through all of that stress because we're always calculated. We're always thinking about all the things. That's a beautiful trait of ours. But you know where the downside comes in? Because we're thinking about the 100 million things, we're also doubting when we're taking action and like assessing that risk through the 100 million lenses versus a man can just get up and think about one fucking thing every day and then be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for it. I don't really fucking care what like because they only care about the one thing that they're thinking about. And so literally, physiologically, psychologically, we are designed just differently. And so it's not our fault. It's not your fault that you're risk averse. It's not our fault. We have, we are not the ones that were nurtured to be the risk takers, right? We weren't the ones going out and, you know, chasing down the the woolly mammoths, right? Like we were the ones that were in the cave protecting our young. And so psychologically, it's just not there. But taking risks is part of building a fucking empire, okay? Taking risks is part of building a million-dollar business, having a million dollars in your bank bank account and beyond, right? We have to be able to take risks. I want you to take calculated risk. And this is why women are better with money, right? When investors invest in female-founded companies, they return greater profits because we are better at taking calculated risks, right? So the third step is really about getting comfortable with taking risks. And risks is not just about starting that business, right? That's that first component of it. It's like leaving, at what point do you leave your job? I know so many women that have 
amazing businesses. They've gotten them started. They started as a side hustle. They're, you know, doing great in terms of revenue, but they won't leave their jobs to go all in and take the risk. Now, there is a time, of course, you have to ensure that your family is safe, you have enough savings, all of the things. But at one point, girl, we have got to take the risk. You've done enough proof of concept. You, you're you always going to get stuck in that, in that revenue standpoint. You're always going to be a $50,000 side hustle if you don't take the risk. When is it enough? So you have to be able to set, set that boundary to say, once I hit X, that's it, the decision is made right? That's a calculated risk. You're not just leaving your job and like, I'm going to go try to be an entrepreneur. You're you're still working. You have a side, you're doing all of this while, you know, taking care of your family and uh, supporting like through a full-time job. But there is a time that you have to take the risk. Another factor that I see when, you know, when we're coaching women uh, at CEO school is the fact that we don't want it worse. We're so afraid to bet on ourselves. And then we're even more afraid to hire employees. Once you have started a business, you're starting to produce revenue in order for you to scale. People are a huge part of scale. Female entrepreneurs do not hire fast enough. That's it. We do not hire fast enough because it's a risk. It's someone else's responsibility, right? So we're so afraid on taking that risk that you know what we do? We stay on the sideline. We don't even play the game. We don't even try. That has to change. So What you need to do is you have to start developing a little bit of your risk tolerance, right? Start small by taking calculated risks in your personal life, in your professional life. And honestly, it could like, even from a mindset standpoint, it could be as simple as like how you like different areas of like your hobbies or trying a new restaurant or just get comfortable with things that just make you uncomfortable. If you're really afraid of public speaking, like go take an improv class, right? We can start small by taking some risk. We have to start building that gene on taking risk, but it's a huge part of that millionaire mindset, the seven-figure business mindset. This is so important. Number four, and this is so important, is the fourth step is all about having the mindset to learn from failure. Failing is okay. I don't know where we were taught as women that perfectionism and getting like everything has to be exactly perfect in order. And that's what's calculated as a win. That is not how life happens. That is not how businesses are formed. You know, we are in a constant state of failure. And instead, we should be celebrating failures. Failing is all about learning and learning how not to do it, right, in order to get it done right. And so it's so important for us to have that mindset that failing is okay, celebrating failures, having those micro steps so that we can learn from it and, and, and move forward and do it better, right? And so failure is definitely an, an inevitable part of any entrepreneurial journey. And, but what is important is how you respond to that failure, right? And it doesn't have to be these huge, like catastrophic failures. Trust me, I have made so many mistakes in my last 10 years, so many And as I have left now, so much reflection I've put into all my failures. And I will tell you, I would not change a single thing. I wouldn't change it because I would not be the person I am today. I would not have made the next move. I would not have made the next decision if I did not fail. It would not have worked out that way. And so celebrate failure and give yourself grace. We have to stop living in that perfection mindset. We have to hit send. When I was in Abu Dhabi, I was actually speaking to a um, school. Um, We had a service day and it was so awesome. I was speaking to 
an international school and I was speaking to young girls at the school and um, just they were asking me questions and I was giving them, they're like, what's the biggest advice and on like becoming successful and how should we be thinking about life and college and job opportunities and, um, you know, how do we get ahead compared to like in male dominated fields? And I literally talked about perfection. And as women, like I, like I asked them, I said, how many times, like when you write your professor an email or you're applying for, how many times do you reread something? Right. I'm going to ask actually this question back to the audience listening here today. How many times do we reread a damn email? Every damn time. We are constantly rereading it because we are thinking about every single – and I'm not saying that we shouldn't put thought into what we do. So that's the, quite the opposite. But we have to stop with the perfectionism. We have to hit send. At one point, it's, it's, it's done is better than perfect. We know this lesson. Everyone knows this lesson, yet we don't make it part of our day-to-day behavior. So we have to reframe our mindset around it, and we have to reframe that failing is not negative. It's an opportunity, right? It's an opportunity to learn, to grow, and it's the next step. It's what you do next that's important. And honestly, as as you grow in your business, get comfortable failing. It, it's not going to happen. There's no easy path to success. It's it's the, it's it literally looks like this, right? This graph literally looks like this until you get to whatever point you want to get to, and it's hard as fuck. Okay, and what's going to happen is you're going to fail every single day, and you have to get comfortable failing. That's it, and that's a huge principle on learning from failure. And then the final piece I would say is really about taking action, right? So in order for you to cultivate the right money mindset, implementing you know, um, your goals in place is such a huge part of it, taking action, actually executing. There is no such thing as a million dollar idea, only a million dollar business. There is no such thing as a billion dollar, I'll do that again. There is no such thing as a billion dollar idea, only a billion dollar execution. Literally, those are words that I have written on the stack's office walls. We lived and, and, and breathed those values every single day. We have to have that mindset that it's all about execution. Doesn't matter what playbook I give you. Doesn't matter what course you take. Doesn't matter what path you have, what, what coach you have, what your best customer is, what your product market fit is. It doesn't matter. What matters is everyday execution. Okay. And this applies not only to the billion dollar mindset, it applies to the million dollar mindset, right? There is no such thing as a million dollar uh, mindset without the execution. You have to have a million dollar execution plan. And so if you want to have that level of success when it comes to your financial freedom, getting to that business where you have a million dollar business, getting to those financial goals and having that mindset around it is that you, it will take work. It does require action. Inaction is not the answer, right? And so often I find women just getting stuck, right? We get stuck in our ability. We have to drive action and consistency every day. Because of that perfectionist tendency, I find so often women give up so quickly, right? Yet we're like the most resilient creatures. But we give up if we see a failure, right? We're like, oh, it's just, it's hard. And I don't know if I can make it. It's that self-doubt. And then it stops you from taking the next course of action. Right? We have to take micro actions and creating that plan for your business and taking action towards it 
and putting yourself in a room that like if you're not the one that's like the action if you if you don't have that gene in you that's like that super accountable i'm gonna drive action girl get in a room that is going to help you drive that action right i invite you to come into ceo school and come into our boardroom and have accountability partners have a coach that tells you every single day that says nope you are driving action this is the plan that we set out for your business what is the action that needs to t- that needs to take place so action and consistency is such a huge part of having that mindset to get to the seven figures eight figures and beyond and so that that's it those were the steps right believing in yourself setting big goals taking calculated risks learning from failures and last but not least taking action is what i believe is going to drive that right mindset framework vigor, determination, and plan for you to go hit seven figures and beyond. And it's so important. It starts with every single one of us truly believing that we can get there. And it's uncapping that potential, uh, uncapping that belief, right? Getting rid of those limiting beliefs and saying, I'm not, I, not just that I can do it, I will do it, right? And I want every single one of you to say it with me. I can and will do it right? I will achieve seven figures. I will achieve eight figures. And I'm just tired of the six-figure conversation. I was telling our club members today that it's just, we're, we're, it's not allowed anymore. We are literally merging all of our programs into a single program into the boardroom. I invite you to come in. It is our seven steps to seven figures. It is a year long of all the, all the things that you need, but it's the community, it's the accountability, and it's exactly the steps that you need to ensure that you hit that seven figures that year, right? Our goal is for you to walk away hitting your run rates, hitting your revenue plans, because six figures is just not enough, right? In order for you to have that freedom of time, freedom of dollar, freedom of impact, right? It is important for you to have a comfortable business, a business that allows you to take mistakes that you're not completely burnt out from, that you can drive impact from, because nothing bad happens when women make more money. And so I really hope you enjoyed today's episode on having the millionaire mindset, the money mindset to scale your business to seven figures. And this entire month, every Monday, I want you to tune in and we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about freedom. We're going to talk about money as energy and how we are going to create the life of our dreams, the business of our dreams and getting there with as much ease as possible. It's not going to be easy, but we're going to do it together. Screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram, uh, follow us now on YouTube, but leave us a review. That is how we grow um, and share this episode with people who, who need to hear this and share it with your friends. It means so much when you do that. It means so much when you leave a review. Um, I really hope you enjoy uh, today's episode and this month all about money. Uh, It is tax month, right? So April 18th is tax day. And so I think that's where our inspiration came from. And just coming truly off of Abu Dhabi, I just feel on such a fucking high uh, to just not just change the game for women in business, but really we just have to have a different conversation. And we're going to give it to you straight here at CEO School. We're going to be direct, we're going to be honest, and we're going to be real. And uh, you are going to achieve way more than what you're dreaming of. I want you to take it. I want you to uncap it. Um, And so that's what I'm excited for. I will see you next week on next Monday's episode at CEO School.
Are you a female entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level? Then you have to check out our CO School April Retreat happening in sunny LA on April 20th and 21st. This is a two and a half day retreat featuring the most amazing presentations, keynote speakers led by yours truly. And it's a way for us to get into the room intimately and work on your business and create a plan for success for a seven or eight figure business. You're going to be in the room with CEOs just like you at your level, all looking to scale and build a community around you that's going to be game changer. You've watched our retreats online for a few years. You've been wanting to get into the room, and now we are opening up applications for this retreat. It is application only. It is linked in the show notes. I want to invite you to be in the room. Half of the battle is getting in the room. I guarantee you that over the course of that week, we are going to change your business. Come spend two days with us in LA. I will be working on your business. Imagine having my brain directly on your business, unblocking all your business blockers and creating that path for you for a seven and eight figure business. You're going to leave with actionable insights. You're going to leave with streamlining operations. You're going to learn how to build your high performing team and honestly getting yourself out of the day to day as a CEO. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to invest in yourself, invest in your business and pull yourself out of the day to day grind to celebrate you and to to be around women just like you and to learn from incredible mentors. Come join us at the CEO School Retreat in April in LA on April 20th at theceoschool.co. Link is in show notes. Come apply now. Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. CEO School is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. We're part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like Billion Dollar Moves, hosted by Sarah Chen Spellings. Join venture capitalist and strategist Sarah Chen Spellings as she asks the hard questions and learns through the triumphs, failures, and hard lessons of the creme de la creme so you too can make billion-dollar moves in venture, in business, and life. I recently enjoyed listening to Sarah share a discussion on the ethics of AI, finding inspiration, and executing that founder's vision while finding purpose along the way, even post-exit, with the global pioneer of emotional AI, Rana L. Kalubi. Listen to Billion Dollar Moves wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.